This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. How are we feeling today? What's the mood like? How are you guys doing? We're halfway through the week already. There's a lot happening in the world of sport. And coming up on today's show with the domestic football league on break and international football on, that gives me an opportunity to show love and pay attention to other sports. Because sometimes, let's face it folks, we get wrapped up in our own sport. And that's exactly what's happening now. And talking about that, the 2019 World Paralympic Championships are on, which also teach me a lot in sport and in life. You know, whenever you get those lazy days and we feel like, yeah, I'm tired or I'm sore. I'm not sure if I want to do this. Well, when you watch these phenomenal athletes, it really puts things in perspective. And speaking about perspective, what helps you sustain that gym bug or routine when you get into something healthy or fit re- fitness related? Is it the environment? Is it the music? Is it the instructors? A team sport maybe? Being social? And speaking of athletes, i got to give a few shout outs to a few people that are quite dear to the heart who are tuning to the Halftime Show. And that's Debo. Debo's in the house from the US. Ala, Noura as well. Alia, Dabia, Ghanima and all the under-19 UAE national football team who are tuned in right now, who are currently playing in the National League. I love you guys. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Pulse95. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri, and I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Wow. <laughs> if you were tuned in on the Instagram live, we had a circus up in here. We had Omnia Saleh, we had Hani Balkhis, we had Sama, we had everyone in the building keeping me entertained through uh, the music and commercials and wow what a show we have in store also shout out to everyone who's tuned in on Instagram live at Omar Duri or at Pulse95 Radio thank you so much for tuning in from New York we've got Hadid from UK we've got Qasim and everyone here that's tuned in in the UAE thank you so much for tuning in talking about remarkable things that's happening the World Paralympic Championship is going on in the UAE guys if you're not tuned in please watch that some incredible events that like really puts things in perspective as i mentioned in the top of the hour these athletes and heroes you know having looked into a few stories we all get like moments or times which we consider as off days right we're pretty happy to say that's pretty normal right but you see when we have off days and we look at what these incredible men and women who are heroes and i'm not exaggerating they are complete heroes because they're real inspiration they're they're truly inspirational in many ways and not just in the social media front which it looks pretty on camera but even behind the scenes why because they live with something that may be considered a disability but others may consider it a way of life and one of them is mark rims now mark rims after a wakeboarding accident at the age of 14 resulted in the loss of his right leg and it was never in his nature to even think about looking back there's been moments in his life that have been shaped 
for him to do more than just settle for what he has. And he's heading to the 2019 uh, World Championship, planning for the biggest jump of his life. He competes, and listen to this, guys, he competes with a prosthetic leg. And despite being told many times that has motivated him to do more, now, unsurprisingly, Rem has his sights on recording the greatest distance ever by a German long jumper, currently at 8.54 meters, right? 8.54 meters. For all those people saying, oh yeah, I don't feel that good. Look at these guys. These guys are the real deal. His mindset, his determination, and his ability to tackle all these challenges is so admirable and personally makes me want to get up and do more. And talking of mindset, Flying the flag and making us proud is Mohammed Al-Hamadi, who handed UAE their first medal in the championship when he came in second place in the men's T34 400 meter finals. Now, Al-Hamadi finished the race in 51.11 seconds to end behind Tunisia's multiple Paralympic and world champion Walid Khatila, 50.54 seconds, while China's Yang Wang came in third with a personal best of 52.84 seconds. Now, all these numbers might sound random to you, but I'll tell you one thing. When it comes down to mindset, when it comes down to striving to do more, it puts us to shame because these athletes are incredible regardless of whatever way of life they're living through disabilities or through being less privileged as we are, they're still performing. And those people that are performing at the uh, at the event, if you are following, China has a total of 16 medals. Wow, China is doing big. Followed by Brazil at 8 and Ukraine at 10 to occupy the top three positions on the medals table, while home favorite Mohamed Al-Hamadi picked up silver in the men's 400 meter. Now, if you haven't had the chance to watch it, guys, head down and check this phenomenal uh, competition out. It might just inspire you. And speaking of inspires you, I always like to hear from you guys and later on the show I'll be diving into what attracts you to get fit and active and what draws you to sports being active or just general well-being. Text us on 4215 salat or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Alduri or Pulse95 Radio. And coming up next, Saudi Arabia is booming and the sports world is active and I mean active on that side of the world. Boxing, We've got Anthony Joshua versus Ruiz 2 in the rematch. And that has got everyone talking in the beginning of December. And now the Spanish Super Cup will be held in a few months time in Saudi Arabia. You heard that right. The Spanish Super Cup. And we're not talking small teams either. We're talking the biggest teams in Spain will be competing for the Super Cup. And shout out to all my Saudi brothers and sisters. You guys must be loving it over there. Messi and co are coming towards you. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Wow, <laughs> where do we start? Plenty of great questions happening on the, on the halftime show, and especially on the Instagram live. Uh, thank you to Adij and to Qasem and to Tarek Tamtam for keeping me entertained with that. And I will be um, answering those questions in segment four a little bit later on. Um, but what I do want to talk about is Saudi Arabia. Now, as a venue, 
we've heard a lot happening in Saudi Arabia and plenty of things. And now in the sports world, they're taking over, guys. You know, and for that, they deserve a round of applause. They're taking over, guys. Because we heard about the much-anticipated fight between Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz, um, which resulted in Andy Ruiz surprising the world and defeating Anthony Joshua in a heavyweight title. Now, the rematch will be scheduled in December um, the 8th, I believe, in Saudi Arabia. But that's not the only thing that's happening. The WWE has gone to, to Saudi Arabia. And now the Spanish Super Cup is going to Saudi Arabia in January. Insane. Absolutely insane. What does Spain uh, have to do with the Spanish Super Cup? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But you know what? Hats off to them because they're really capitalizing on the not just the tourism part, but the sports tourism part. Um, and that's exactly what they're doing with Messi, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. They're all going to be there for the Super Cup. And, and that's big because it's a new venue. It's a new atmosphere. It's a new crowd. Uh, the fans of the world, we have to realize that fans of the world do not get to see their favorite team or players play every single week. Now, in Saudi Arabia, what's going to happen is they have provided the platform now to bring the WWE, to bring Anthony Joshua and Ruiz, to bring Barcelona, Messi, Real Madrid, Zidane, you know, Atletico Madrid, Diego Simeone, Jao Felix. They've managed now to bring these people to Saudi Arabia to let their fans... And by the way, they love football over there. It is unreal how much information the youth of this generation have on every footballer. And obviously that has to do with social media and it has to do also with FIFA and Pro Evolution and all these games they play. But they go to cafes to play these games. And I'm sure Mikhail Atiyah and Aisha Al-Mazmi, if they're tuned in, if they're listening in, they'll love that. Because gaming and sports is on another level to the point where... These young kids know every single player in the squad. Not the starting 11, the squad. And that's what's impressive. And Saudi Arabia is, pro is providing now um, that platform for sports and for their heroes to go closer to their fans. And we often talked about the divide between fans and between athletes. And now it's giving them the platform to be in touching distance. And speaking of athletes, Shout out to Alia, one of the international football players for the UE Under-19, who's also tuned in right now. Alia, I hope you're well, and I hope you're doing incredible. I watched her play the other day, and she actually scored a penalty as well. So well done, Alia. Very, very proud of you. Good work. And that's what I'm talking about, folks. Nowadays, we are being provided with so much. It's hard to take on board how much is happening. In the UAE, in Sharjah, we have, for example, karate happening. You know, uh... We had the 30 by 30. We also have the Paralympic. If you tuned in in the segment one, the World Championship Paralympics is fantastic. It's phenomenal to see these athletes who may be considered uh, as disabled, but they don't see it that way. They see it as a way of life. And that's why they still compete at the highest level and make us feel like we need to do more. And that's exactly how we should use them. True inspirations. I know that word gets branded a lot in the sports industry, but these guys are true role models and inspirations for our youth and the people we aspire to look up to. And that's what we're talking about. And talking about looking up to, 
We're going to be talking up uh, about the motivational part of sports, team, individual, gym, whether it's instructors, music, cleanliness, how much that contributes in being able to live and sustain a healthy lifestyle because longevity is normally the challenge. We all get through trends. We all feel great and say, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to be good. And then two weeks later, that motivation's kind of dipped a little bit. But now I'm going to be asking in the next segment, what motivates you? What inspires you? What helps you keep that momentum and routine? And whether it's the Paralympics that's happening right now and those athletes that are inspiring you, use it, folks. All this and more coming up next on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. It's a Shaja story. Oh, he lifts the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, and better than nice! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri and boy... We've been talking big things on Instagram Live. Shout out to everyone who's on the Instagram Live at Omar Duri or Pulse 95 Radio at each. Coco's in the house. Adil is tuned in on his day off in New York at 6 a.m., folks. That's love. And that's all I'm saying when it comes down to that. Why else wouldn't I be happy to be in the studio with you guys tuned in on the halftime show? And talking about tuned in. Now, one of the things, the topics that was raised um, was Arij asked me, uh, what do I think of the game changes? And I pretty much spilt everything on the on the story, but I'll say it to you guys here on air. So the game changes, I thought, was very, very interesting because of the effects it had on certain athletes and individuals who have basically reduced uh, their, let's say, meat and reduced a lot of things that they felt were slowing them down, whether it's through recovery, whether it's through inflammation, so many things. And a few people strike strike to my mind. Novak Djokovic suffered with plenty of injuries in tennis. And if you've watched Novak Djokovic over the last couple of years, he's attributed that to his nutrition. And with his nutrition plays a big factor, not only in cutting out meat, but being able to eat whole foods from the ground up. The idea of being able to eat whole foods that are not processed has helped him not just lose weight because he doesn't need to lose weight, but helped him manage his performance levels to the point where he is able to perform for five hours a game. Folks, five hours a game when you're going back and forward, right, left, up, down, twisting, turning, being able to generate the power in the racket and skillfully stay, not just physically, but mentally on point. And that's why for him, for Novak Djokovic, that has worked. Now, hate to break it to you folks, but not all of us have Novak Djokovic's genes, his recovery, his body type, and also his performance levels. Now, genetics plays a part in that as well. So that worked for him. Switching over sports now. In sports, Cunaguero, who plays for Argentina and Manchester City, used to be one of those players we looked at and said, man, what a great player, but he's always injured. Now, he switched up his nutrition and he really, really took a turn to sticking to plant-based foods. Now, in doing so and cutting out meat, what he has done is he's been able to not just play 90 minutes, 
but win league titles because of his contribution to sport, because of his contribution to his team. And despite having different managers, he's been able to adapt. Why? Because physically and mentally, he's in the right shape to be able to perform at the highest level. And that's the respect we have for players like Cuneguero. And even with Pep Guardiola coming in, who we'll speak about later, because I've had a few questions about him. Even with Pep Guardiola coming in, his style of coaching is very demanding, folks. Very, very demanding. Which means he expects 200% out of you. And there's only 100% to give. So 200%. Now that could be okay for one or two games. But for a whole season, that is physically and mentally demanding. And if you remember, when Pep Guardiola first joined Manchester City, he benched Cuneguero. So that tells you that he had to adapt both stylistically and also from an emotional and, 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 uh, and personal point of view, he had to switch his uh, mindset as well because that can get kind of overwhelming sometimes. Pep's been known to do that. And that's probably why he doesn't stay longer than three to four years at every club because of his style. So that tells you something about him. Now, do I agree with the documentary? Yes, Adij, I do agree with documentary. But however, whenever I watch a documentary or study or analyze certain topics when it comes to health and fitness and sport if one if there's one opinion in that whole segment and that's it i tend to then take a few steps back because i don't think one size fits all and we've heard that cliche before but i believe everyone like everyone reacts and basically let's say, feels a certain way about different things. You know, whether you cut or reduce something out. If it's the obvious, you know, refined sugars or if it's processed foods, yes, I completely agree with that, absolutely. And if you'd been tuned into our um, shows, you would have heard people like Dr. Alan Curry, sports medicine, uh, Chef Coco uh, Urbina, Victor Urbina, uh, talking about, you know, gut health. Um, we've had Bernadette Abraham talking about all the different types of foods that affect you emotionally uh, and physically when it comes to sticking to your diet. So there's so many different things, folks, that we can take from this. And that's why I'm saying, you know, it comes down to several aspects. It's not just one aspect. But what helps you stay motivated, guys? Text us on 4215, or do or slide into the DM. That's right. Slide into the DM at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio and tell me, what is it for you that works? Is it cutting out gluten? Is it cutting out lactose? Is it reducing, uh, you know, your meat intake? Is it different types of meat? What works for you? I want to hear from you. So let me know and text us on 4215. And coming up next, guys, this is where I'll answer your incredible questions that you've been chucking at me all throughout the commercials and music. You'll have to stay tuned to hear what I have in store for you next. Some wicked questions from you guys on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse. 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot. What the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It's it sure is that time. It's the halftime show, and we're almost reaching full time. We got some wicked comments and a lot of good questions coming in from you folks. And I have, no, I don't even have that much time to get through these questions. So I'm gonna do my best, okay, guys. So, one of the questions we had was from Tarek, and he said, "Omar, what's your view 
on VAR and the Manchester City versus Liverpool uh, match. Okay, right. So here's how I take it. Um, Firstly, it was a great advert for the game. You know, often if you tuned in on Saturday, it was the Game of Zones match of uh, the weekend when I uh, when I highlighted it. And you know, when you build up games and they don't come up to expectation, you know, we build them up, we hype them. It's our job to do that, right? And then you show up and it's like a one nil, and there's been like three shots on you know on goal the whole game. That game was a great advert. Why? Because we know stylistically the managers both. Uh, like to play football and I say that with no disrespect to the so-called lower teams but the idea the fact that Pep Guardiola has a distinct style of playing with players that are capable of doing so and that's the key you can't expect players in lesser teams to be able to provide as they call it you know champagne football extravagant football whatever it is so that was the first thing second thing the dominance of Liverpool is unreal at this stage of the season because it just makes the gulf even bigger between the rest of the teams. Now, whether they can carry that into Europe, Liverpool have proven that in the past with winning the Champions League and finishing up runners-up. However, Manchester City haven't. And I asked the question on Saturday, what is harder to win, the Champions League or the Premier League? And I had mixed reviews on that. So that's the first thing. Now, coming back to this game, with this game, there was a lot going in. The fact that the first goal was scored after six minutes really set the tone. Why? Because there's a lot of controversy behind it. And the controversy behind it was the fact that the ball had ricocheted off Trent Alexander-Arnold's hand before uh, Liverpool went on the break, hit them on the counter-attack, and Fabinho scored a long-range drive. However, with these new laws, and I don't necessarily agree with them, with these new laws, if the ball does touch your hand, it is handball. Before it hit Trent Alexander's hand, ladies and gentlemen, it hit Bernardo Silva's hand. So at what point are we going to be consistent? That's the first thing. The second thing, I, this whole VAR thing is crap. Sorry for my language. But this whole VAR thing is crap. Why? Because um, you can't have one referee on the field who might call it and then someone else uh, in the back in some caravan calling something else. Stop. Scrap all that, stop all that. When the referee makes a call, let him go onto the side of the pitch, watch it on a screen and make his mind up. Therefore, all the responsibility is with the referee. That's the situation which will solve a lot of headache. If that referee comes out and says, no, I don't think it was a handball, then fair enough. That's his decision. He's there for a reason. I wouldn't be a referee personally for that reason, but that's his decision to understand the laws and to implement them. Now, if you have a different opinion to me, that doesn't make it wrong. It just means it's an opinion. So stick to one official and one linesman, and that will help dictate the tempo of the game so you don't have to wait three and a half minutes for someone else to tell you that was wrong. That's the first thing. So with that VAR situation, just let them play. And that's the thing. A couple weeks ago, I watched... Arsenal and Liverpool in the Carling Cup. You know what the best thing about that match was? The fact there was no VAR. You know why? The game finished 5-all. <laughs> it finished 5-all for a reason. Awful defending, but great goals. Why? We could enjoy the game and we can enjoy the sport. Rather than focusing on other things, we had a chance to actually watch the sport. And that's why it was such a great game, even though Arsenal lost the boo. Um, still, Amal had another question. Um, Sari and Ronaldo, what do you make of it? The 55th minute substitution, which caused a reaction. Sari has been criticized wherever he's gone. Okay, when he was at Chelsea, they criticized him for playing Jorginho and Kante out of position. And now Lampard does the same thing, no one says anything. Um, he actually 
played Kante higher up to be able to trigger press higher up to win the ball to be able to feed off to the more attacking technical flair players. Now, when Lampard's doing it, everyone's saying he's a genius. He's not a genius. Sarri did that. Now, Sarri has taken Ronaldo off the first game and there was a reaction, but that was in the 80th minute. And when that reaction came off, Douglas Costa scored the winner. Great decision by the coach. Absolutely. Okay. Regardless of who it is. And I, 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 I really do appreciate Ronaldo, so I'm not going to hate on him. Now, in the 55th minute, you can only guess that that might have been an injury. Okay, it might have been an injury. And that's what it is, folks. It's an injury, you know. What we have to focus on is we have to focus on why he's done it and whether the person he brought on made an impact. Guess what, folks? Paolo Diabala scored the winner against AC Milan. That ends that argument done. Whether he meant it, whether he didn't, whether he was injured, whether he wasn't, the person who came on influenced the game. You're not bringing on players to be able to just bring them on because they're a brand. You're bringing on players to benefit the team. So 2-0, sorry. That answers that question. Uh, I had a question from uh, Kasim, I believe it was, saying, who is fitter, Messi or Ronaldo? It's kind of hard to say that because people tend to forget that Cristiano Ronaldo is two and a half years older than Lionel Messi. And when Lionel Messi hits those two and a half years and he gets an injury, it will take longer to recover. Now, because Ronaldo is probably the hardest working footballer out there, the hardest working footballer out there, and he's been to several huge clubs. He hasn't stayed at one club and everyone says the same thing about him. You cannot doubt his um, his determination and his ability to better himself whether you like him or not football wise it talks okay that's another thing then we had uh adel say does ronaldo ronaldo is the goat of fitness absolutely hands down very very true um adel i agree with you 100 and guys whew, you guys got me on my toes today it is full time on the halftime show uh, what a show it's been you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in on the Instagram Live and for tuning in on Pulse95Radio.com, whether you're international or you're local, in your car, jamming to us. We appreciate it. Coming up next, uh, Aisha Al-Mazmi and uh, Mikhail Atri on the Afternoon Karak will be killing the waves. So stay tuned for more on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.